0: Hello and welcome to the Anishinaabe History Podcast. I'm Chris Waite. Tomorrow is Truth and Reconciliation Day here in Canada. It's the day where we acknowledge past wrongs, the effects on the current situation, and hope for a better future. It began in BC when a young girl had her shirt taken from her At a residential school. Now we wear orange to acknowledge that. The effect of residential schools. Was huge on our people. And over the years. Especially in my generation. The effect on it. Hasn't really been acknowledged. It's starting to come out more now. With the stories. It's not stories. With the history of what happened in those places. Current politicians like. Saul Mamakwa. And politicians who I knew growing up, like Phil Fontaine, attended residential schools. And the terrible things that happened there affected them and led them to what they do and how they do it in terms of politics. I recognize the
1: member for Kiwetno. I am a survivor of a colonial system. I was born in Sulikog, Indian Hospital. That's own hospital was a segregated hospital for First Nations people. By the 1960s, there were 20 fully functional Indian hospitals in Canada, places that delivered substandard care. It was a form of apartheid but my parents raised me in a bush. My first language is also known as Oji We lived with the seasons, hunting, fishing, and trapping. We lived peacefully on the land, taking only what we needed when we needed it. When it came time, came, came time to uh, go to elementary school, I was sent to a, Indian Day School, one of over 600 Indian Day Schools run and funded by the federal government across Canada. I had no choice, but I had to go. I attended Sterling Lake Indian Residential School, or the Waban Bay Academy, this outside Pickle Lake, run by Mennonites It had opened in 1971, but didn't close until the 1990s. We were constantly watched by staff. They censored our letters home to our parents, reading every word we wrote. The older boys used to be heavily heavily punished, sometimes for no reason. They would be beaten. They would be strapped until they were black and blue. I have no memory of grade 10. I see my photo in the grade 10 yearbook. I can't hardly believe it. It's as if um, the entire year has disappeared from my life.
0: For the generation of people that went to residential schools, there's been many different effects, a lot of them negative. Historically, that's been glossed over with the mainstream thought of residential schools being, well, the white man tried to educate the Indian, but the Indian just couldn't handle it. They're too savage. That's why they're alcoholics. They're just that way. But the alcoholism stems from the abuse that comes from there that came from the residential schools a lot of my generation have parents that are addicted to substances or are or were abusive that's my story too my mom's a residential school survivor and an alcoholic and was abusive in many ways I had to cope with that and respond in a lot of different ways It's molded my thoughts of the afterlife. And where I think I'm going. And it molds your thoughts of spirituality. Whether or not there's a God. And when you have a society, like here in Canada and in North America, that perpetuates stereotypes of the lazy, the stupid, the drunk Indian... For generations, it affects the people. It affects the mindset of people who vote. You see it in media, how people talk about us, how we're regarded in the news. There's this special Indian portion of the news. Even though our institutions, like reservations, were created by the government, your government, not ours, transfer payments, banned funding. These were created by the white man's government, not our government. Our government was disappeared. If you want to talk about cultural replacement theory, our culture was replaced. And it's not a theory, it's history. That's why I'm speaking English. I saw a lot of people wearing orange today. Young people, children. It made me feel good that it's being taught. It helps. Anyway, I'm sorry I've been away for so long. I'm going to have more episodes coming up in the future. I'm Chris Waite, and this has been the Anishinaabe History Podcast. K&A Gasbar and Variety is committed to reconciliation and ensuring that the tragic history and ongoing legacy of residential schools is not forgotten. September 30th is the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. This day provides an opportunity to recognize and commemorate the legacy of residential schools in quiet reflection or participation in a community event. Pick up your orange shirt or hoodie at K&A Gasbar and Variety for Orange Shirt Day because every child matters. Thanks from the team at K&A Gaspar and Variety.